All right, so. <laughs> hey, crew, back on the podcast. I got Svetlana, is that how you know? Svetlana, yeah. Svetlana, yeah, join me today, so I'll let you introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my name is Svetlana. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come from Germany originally. Um, I'm not Russian because people always think I'm Russian, um, it's just the Russian name. I'm 31 years old and I came to Perth in 2015 after traveling in Thailand for three months. And yeah, it was not my intention to come to Australia at all, so I just did it for my ex-partner who decided to live here and I thought I would just try it and yeah, actually I wanted to stay for just a few months, but then it turned out forever. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah think and due so. to COVID, yeah, you're stuck here. So, um, and you've been in the fitness industry since you were 19, is that 19, right? 19, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was 2009. Yeah, wow. I'm right. A long time. Yeah, so I started actually the first time I stepped into a gym was yeah when I was 19. Um, I've always done anything in sports. I played table tennis. I did some. I don't really know how to explain it. Like the gymnastic on horses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was six, I started and I played basketball. Um, yeah, all kind of sports actually. And then with 19, I stepped into the gym, and that actually changed everything then yeah and I wanted to work as a fitness coach as well so yeah that's when I actually started I think yeah yeah and what uh what made you go into the gym first was it injuries or was it like trying to build a no so I finished my um high school I think it is and I didn't really know what to do with myself (laughs) afterwards I always wanted to work in sales or something like that and my best friend's mom she actually thought because I'm so sporty um, I should do something in the fitness industry and she told me about this job like yeah I think like fitness coach or salesman for in the fitness industry and I was just interested so I went into the gym and I asked about this and we have like just one large gym in our town like it's a small town where I come from it's just a few thousand people um, and yeah, so I went there and they took me on for just like a trial or something. And I really liked it. And that's also when I started to train. And I have never trained with machines before, with weights. Like just at home, you know, as a child, my dad had some weights, like dumbbells. And I always liked to challenge myself, like lift them up to see how, you know, how much I can lift and how often. Um, yeah, and I really, I loved it. So that's, it was just, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I love it. And um, what's the culture for the people that don't know that have been in Germany? Like, what's the culture in, like in Germany around fitness? Um, I think they German people really like fitness, um, especially younger people. Like, obviously, there are a lot of people into football, like football. It's yeah. not football; it's soccer. <laughs> yeah, it's soccer. Um, <laughs> yeah, so soccer. People are absolutely into soccer, so there are a lot of um, guys and obviously also through social media now it gets more and more that girls want to you know look fit and everything Um, but we in our gym we have more of the rehabilitation um, side as well for older people yeah is that because it's a small town as well yeah i think it's um compared to perth it's definitely different so it's not that much um we had a lot of people like it was a 2000 square um, gym that we had in our town and like I said I was 19 when I first stepped into a gym so you can imagine um, I haven't seen a gym from the inside at all before yeah. like I did not even know what it was yeah <laughs> and I was 19 you know 
2009. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I can't really tell. Like, it's, it's definitely not, not as much as in Perth. When I came to Perth, it was like, wow, it's just fitness everywhere. everywhere you know? yeah. It's you a big always industry. have those equipments outside yeah. and um, so many gyms, so many personal trainers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's totally different. Absolutely. But I think it's actually growing in Germany as well, you know, like I said, through social media and everything. And also, I think the bikini competitions, it started in like 2010, if I'm not wrong. Um, and I have seen um, the like bikini girls on the expo in Germany, the big fitness expo, one of the biggest one in Europe. So I've been there every year and I got fascinated by that from the bikini girls. And that's actually also when I... I was 20 or 21 uh, when I started to actually want to do competition, something like that, you know? Yeah. Looking nice in a bikini, feminine, strong. Yeah. Yeah. Show off all your hard work. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Exactly. Um, and another thing, like, uh, I know, like, uh, a lot of, well, especially in, like, Western culture, a lot of train methods come from Germany, like you know, German volume training. Oh or, my god, don't yeah. ask me about those. <laughs> I've heard about it, yes. Yeah. I, I actually, um, I could not tell you. <laughs> okay, just ask. No, no, it's like, like, uh, so like a lot of the original, uh, you know, the strongest athletes were the um, Olympic weightlifters. Yeah. The German Olympic team, they did really well. Do you feel like that influenced a lot of the culture in Germany around weightlifting? Or was that more just for weightlifters? No. And it went more towards aesthetics and... Um, I think actually in Germany, from what I've... I have a mind still, because obviously it's been a long time that I've been there last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few years. Uh, I can't really tell how it is now, but when I was there, it was not as much. I think the main thing was just like bodybuilding, you know, yeah. just bodybuilding, but not, not really weightlifting or not even CrossFit or anything. Yeah. So yeah, I could, yeah, I could not tell. But yeah, I think apparently Germans are good in um, fitness. You know, yeah. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't well. know. <laughs> We're thirty. That's what other people tell me yeah. when they meet me. You know, so yeah. Oh, I love it. And uh, so now you've done, um, you've competed in bodybuilding twice in two seasons? Yes. Yep. And now you're going into powerlifting? Yes. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and how did you go, how'd, what was your experience like in uh, bodybuilding? Well, yeah, I love it. So... Um, Fell in love with it? Yes. Yeah. So when I started, um, like I said, when I was 19, 20, um, I always trained myself. Um, and I just love to get bigger muscles, you know? So I always wanted to actually see them, like I wanted people to see it, like my, my muscles, but um, I lacked in nutrition, <laughs> so obviously yeah. I had more fat um, back then and that's a different story, but... Um, I you say fat, <laughs> very German accent. <laughs> oh yeah? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so bodybuilding is definitely different to powerlifting. Um, that's what I just realized now. So I just started with powerlifting now after my last season, obviously, and I haven't done anything like that before. But well, I just love to work out hard. <laughs> so train hard, yeah, yeah hard work. It's it's the same like bodybuilding, powerlifting, weightlifting, um, anything that challenges your body, you know. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. Actually, it doesn't matter. I would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what what do you feel like the difference was between uh, we were talking before the podcast, but like between your first prep and your second prep, do you feel like your 
environment or your job yeah. was like it was sacrificed for your first prep. Yeah, so there yeah. was like a, definitely a big difference because I have quit the construction um, job. So in my first prep, I was working in construction for six days uh, a week and oh, wow. 10 to 12 hours a day. Physically very hard, like I said, steel fixing, grinding, patching, painting, um, silicon, waterproofing, anything. So yeah. always with chemicals and everything was loud and dusty and just a very bad environment actually. Very physically demanding. Yeah. yeah. And I, like my first prep was not easy at all. Like I had to get on with my macros. I was eating like 3000 calories because I was burning a lot as well. Yeah obviously so i did not do much of cardio <laughs> um and i had like my last meal 10 pm like a big bowl of pasta i was just trying to shuffle it in um and then get up like 5 30 i did not have enough recovery mm. and i couldn't keep up with my training sessions during the week because i was so tired yeah. i literally yeah i was crying in the gym <laughs> i remember that because um, i just couldn't do it it was extremely hard for me but I wanted to compete, so in the end I became second in the IFBB Pro League, which is nice, I think, for the first time. Um, but then after that, I decided to change it during COVID and everything. I quit my job on construction. I got my, um, what is it, like... Yeah. The No, 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 the money that you can, um, that you were able to get out, like... Over the COVID fund or something? Something. Yeah, yeah something government grant. Yeah, yeah. Some, anyway, I got some money um, out. Yeah. So I took some months off actually, um, decided to do my own, like Cert 3 and Cert 4 online, um, doing that. And then I just started to work flexible in a warehouse. So less money, more time for myself. And that's actually also when the second prep for ICN was a lot better. So I, I just needed like more recovery. I needed this better balance. Um, and then, yeah, it turned out like my physique was a lot better. And I, was yeah, better, yeah, everything like, um, yeah, everything was just a lot better. So I just, you know, I made my priority, like fitness was my priority at that point. And um, and that's it. And I just thought like, you know, money comes and goes anyway. Yeah. I'm less worried about that nowadays. Then I got my PR as well this year. So um, everything was a lot better after I changed that. Yeah. Yes. And so it's probably a good thing to a message for people listening is you just can't give up. No. You keep going. Well, it always depends on how much you actually want it, right? Mm -hmm. And if I want something, I really want it. Like I would not quit or like, I don't do halfway at all. Yeah. It's not an option for me. So if I decide on something, I stick to it and I want to do it as best as I can. And that's it. And yeah, it, yeah, it actually turned out well. <laughs> yeah, really well. Yeah, yeah, you won your program. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everything went so quick. So that was my goal. Like I was focused, you know, I was focused on the goal. So I set a goal and I, um, basically just wanted to win a sword. So in order to win a sword in ICN, you need to become our world champion. Yeah, um, and I then, swords. <laughs> yeah, so cool. I love them, yeah. really. Um, and yeah, and then I wanted to get the pro card, but I honestly did not expect at all to win a pro card right away in my first season yeah. at ICN. So I was surprised, but happy, proud. And now I, yeah, I want to do the pro debut next year in 2022. Hopefully, if everything goes well, you know, with COVID. With COVID. Yeah. Hopefully, they bring it to Perth. 
Yeah. I, I feel like all the competitors can come to Perth and it's okay, it's safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually. But I yeah, think they do it in Brisbane, I think. Politics. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But they also have like, um, you know, overseas in Korea, they have mm. the ICN championships. That would be nice to go overseas as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, the COVID thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's your, um, like, What's your, I suppose, like, good question would be like, what's your message to young girls or just people like yourself or um, who want to compete and like things that they have to watch out for? Mm, well, what do I always say? So it depends on how much you want it. So if you just do it for the experience, I think, you know, you're just, it's like half-hearted. You pro probably don't put as much effort in it as other people who really want it. So yeah. you need to, those people who just want to do it for the experience, they need to consider that they will be on stage against other people who definitely want to fight to win. So it always comes down, I think, to the whole preparation before. Some people think it's so easy to do competition. They want to start like three months out. Um, you know, they look for a coach and be like, oh, I want to do the next one, like in three months. Can you just prep me? And it's not that easy. Like, no, you know, I prepped. For, like I start sometimes like one year out like even now I feel like I'm a prep because yeah, I'm, you know, it it's yeah. my off season but I'm ambitious I want to win yeah, like I don't step on stage to just you know look nice or something um, I really want to win so it depends on and well you just have to give it like a hundred percent because it's like it's a lifestyle 24 7 yeah. and you have to make sacrifices um, and I think you should keep those three things in balance, which is nutrition, training and recovery, uh, 100%. Because if you have like one of them out of balance, I think it's, it's not good, you know. I mean, you can train very hard, but if you neglect the nutrition or the recovery, yeah. you won't have the outcome that you're looking for. And the same is if you neglect the recovery and you train hard and the nutrition is good, it won't be the same outcome as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what I would um, say. And yeah, you definitely have to make sacrifices. Like, I didn't drink any alcohol for six months before my prep, like my last prep. I was very disciplined. <laughs> um, but... It paid off. Yeah. Yeah, it shows, it, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, how much do you actually want it? That's... That's yeah, all that is. Yeah, love that. And, um, over the years, because like you know, a lot of people look at you and go, "Oh, that looked easy for you," but they don't know you've been training since you know you're 19. Yeah, like you've been training for a it's long like time. Like a lot, and yeah. And I, I always wanted to be on stage. Like I waited eight years to do that. You know, ah, yeah. so I can't like I can't understand people who think they could achieve something in like only a few months when they haven't done anything maybe even before. Or, you know, yeah. so I've trained a lot of years before to actually prepare myself for this one time on stage. Um, and I neglected my nutrition, like absolutely. So my best friend Christina, she helped me with the prep. So she's my comp prep coach, and um, she taught me everything about the nutrition because I was—I'm honestly not the best person when it comes to nutrition. <laughs> I'm not—I uh, was extremely lazy. I was eating a lot of like in Germany, you know, the fries and currywurst, yeah. <laughs> everything. That was my favorite. So a lot Your of coach is German as well. Yeah, yes. she's. She's from actually the same town, so oh, wow. she came yeah. after me. That's so cool. Um, to Perth, and 
Yeah, and uh, I asked her when I was looking for a comprep coach, I asked her if she wants to prep me. Um, and yeah, it actually worked out very well for both of us. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, the nutritional part uh, was what I was <laughs> neglecting <laughs> yeah. a lot. Um, sorry, I forgot what to just No, say. no, you're okay. We're just talking about like, um, <laughs> well, I suppose it goes into the next question anyway, but like how important is it to have a good coach? Yeah, very important. And someone that you can communicate with is a big thing, right? Yes. Yeah, and someone that educate you. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think you need to trust your coach 100%. And you should listen to your coach, and I think the communication is the the most important thing because you are not together like twenty four seven. But your coach needs to know everything actually. Like yeah. so many things um, are important when it comes to the prep. Like even for women, like the menstrual cycle or anything, because the body is always reacting different. And also, like obviously, you know, the nutrition at that time can change as well. Um, so to have someone who also understands your position um, as a person, it's just very important to communicate, like to let each other know what's what's happening and everything. If that's not working, then your coach can't help you, um, or if you're not like being honest as well, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's very important. But I, anyway, I, I really admire people who are coaching themselves. I have yeah. met a few girls. It's hard work. Eh? It is. Yeah. I don't know if, if I could do that. I mean, maybe after a few years competing, I would try to to prep myself for once. But I also really like to just give away some control. Um, yeah, it, it's just good to have someone looking over you, you know, over your macros, your check-ins and everything, because you will lose um, also the side of your own body after a while. I think especially women, you know, yeah. you look at yourself. Every day it's like, I don't look good, but you look amazing. Yeah, yeah. you get like those, you know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not lean enough, especially those things, you know, I'm not lean enough. Um, I'm not big enough, you know, my glutes are not big enough. And then you have your coach who actually has a better look. Because in prep, especially, your mind played tricks on you, you know? And I had the same, I have the same issue, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm very happy to have someone looking over me then. Yeah, and that makes a big difference. I think that's a good message for anyone thinking about competing is have a good coach and trust them, communicate. Yeah. Yeah, and make sure you're, you're honest as well. Definitely. That's a big thing. Communication, that's yeah. extremely good. And maybe less social media. Less social media. Yes. That's a good idea. Yeah. I had two weeks of social media before my last prep, and that was the best, actually, the actual best. Like yeah. no posting. You don't have to do anything. I went online, I think, one day prior, like uh, one day out. Um, it can be fun to share everything, but in the end, you actually do it for yourself. You should do it for yourself. Yeah. And yeah, and that's it. Like the focus, you know, because I think social media takes a lot of focus from people. Yeah. Anyway. So I suppose you would have grown up in, because you're, I'm 29, so we're not far up at MySpace. Was that like the first type of social yeah. media? Facebook, MySpace was the first social media? Yeah. And before that, there's no, there's no social media. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it's interesting seeing how times change when oh, social yeah. media comes in and how people's mindset changed because of social media. Yeah. Like the self-doubt or the comparing. Everything. Um, I yeah. think actually social media is toxic. If yes. you, you can lose control, if you don't have it under control, then you're trapped in it, probably. Yeah, and agree. so I, I definitely recommend to anyone to always have some time off social media 
either the weekend or anything because it can ruin relationships, it can ruin friendships, it can ruin your private life. It's actually, it's, it's just toxic nowadays, yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, it's a it's a good marketing tool for like businesses, but as a yeah, like I said, if, if you if you are able to control it, yeah. it can be nice. And it I also personal. really yeah, yeah, you can share stuff, you can reach people, you know, you can network all over the world as well. Like my family can can follow me, you know, they can see what I what I do, which is nice. Yeah, but yeah, it can also like I said be toxic. Yeah, especially for young females. Like yes. I, you know, I've met a lot of young females who have eating or went through eating disorders um, because it was something they saw on social media because they followed an influencer that did a diet or something mm-hmm. and they, they did that and next minute they're in hospital because they think carbs are bad or something. You know what I mean? That's crazy. It's, yeah, like um, also people on social media, you know, it's not, it's not the real world. It's, it's actually just a fake world. I really try to keep everything authentic and real. Um, I don't necessarily want to use a lot of filter on myself. <laughs> I do sometimes when I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm still a woman, you know, and I'm, I want to look good as well. And yeah. sometimes you have those days where you have, I don't know, your skin is not nice or whatsoever. But um, in the end, I always try to just um, show, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. even with the food, I'm, I'm, I'm not really eating clean every time. And that's what I show. Like, but it's it's my my own thing, you know. I'm I'm not on social media or anything to share what I don't do and what I tell the people what they should do. You know what I mean? Some people are on social media; they do those things, but behind the camera, they are not like that. They are eating different. They are maybe looking different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't like fake. Yes. Um, and I actually don't want to look at such people myself. Yeah. And I'm not comparing myself to those people, but. Like you said, a lot of young girls, they follow like those million um, Instagrammers or influencers or anything. And it can be dangerous. They think it's like, you know, it's, it's that perfect world and they want to be like that. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily good for the yes. next generation. Agreed, yeah. Uh, what's some, uh, here's another question for you, is like, what's some crazy things you've seen over the years in the, in the fitness industry? Like um, some things that you've seen people do or like follow, like whether it's like diets or training or what's uh, or something that you've done yourself. Oh my god. Um, what the craziest thing you've done? Craziest. Well, I've seen a lot of. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I did a lot of crappy training as well myself. Yeah. You know, when you're young and you just want to try out, like standing on a wobbly board. Yeah. Like with one leg and then. <laughs> Um, and then bending forward, having dumbbells in my hands and doing like real flies. On, I on still have board. a yeah. yeah, on a wobbly board. Do you have a video of this? Yes, I have yeah, a video. Yeah, oh, this is so good. I have a video. Of, I have a video, and I was like, I think just on my laptop. I just recently I had a look at it. And I was like, girl, what are you doing there? And I really thought like that's the thing, you know. I was always trying new things and um, being effective, but in the end, I'm like. Other people would look at me and be like, what is she doing there? <laughs> I mean, everyone starts somewhere, you know, and yeah, also like um, like the courses, um, you know, fitness classes, like group fitness classes. I was a group fitness instructor in many ways, like body pump or Zumba as well, indoor cycling. I'd done a lot of those licenses as well. And every time when we went to the expo in Germany, there were like so many 
weird new group fitness classes, like also from Zumba, like using some weird sticks, you know, to shake and and <laughs> yeah, some weird things, eh? Yeah, and weird movements mm. and. I don't know, sometimes I'm like, well, I mean, in the end, like also Zumba, it's just dancing, you know, dancing, having fun. And in the what? end, if the, if the people are having fun just by moving, um, before they do nothing, it's better to do something, yes. you know, yeah. um, that's what I think. But yeah, people in the gym, yeah, I mean, even now, today, you know, in the you gym, see it, yeah. yeah, every time, like, yeah. especially also guys and girls, you know, they... Once again, like they look on Instagram, they follow some influencer and they don't actually know themselves how to really train properly because those people probably never worked with a coach before, yeah. but they see everything on social media, they want to try it out, they go to the gym, put on a lot of weight and it's so dangerous. Mm. It's so dangerous. Yeah, so many times sure. I look at people in the gym, even like yesterday, you know, you just watch them and you're like, wow. Why don't you just maybe consult a coach just for mm. one or two sessions? Makes a big difference to, to just learn. at least ask how to use the machine properly, or yeah. um, there's so much more behind bodybuilding and weightlifting because you work with your body. And people, I think it's sad to see that people sometimes don't even know how to use their body properly. That's that's one thing that I actually want to teach people as a personal trainer myself. Um, yeah, because you can yeah, you can do a big difference if you if you really know how to activate your muscles and to use your body properly, you know. Yeah. But on the other hand, you can I, I can't say that, but um, you know you can fuck up, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. up a lot of things. <laughs> Sorry, my language. That's okay. <laughs> I can see you trying to think it. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But you can yeah, you can hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah if you don't learn to do it properly. And then, yeah. you know, and then people are like, they injure themselves and they're like, oh, the gym is not, not good or like something, bad. you know, yeah, like. Exercise is bad. They would always blame something else, yeah. but not their own themselves, you know. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you see that a lot. And so, uh, especially young, especially, I suppose, uh, not, not as much in young females, but more young guys, and they try to put a lot of weight in the bar. Yes, oh my try, God. Yeah. I had that experience like just a few weeks ago and there were these young high school kids in the gym and it was dangerous like they were they were trying I think um, deadlifting or something with a lot of weight and there were like six of them standing around oh, everyone looking at each other and you know like young guys they want to yeah, show off. their strength and everything and so one of them ended up laying on the floor um, I turned around and I just thought like what are you guys doing there like seriously someone could be could be injured another one with the dumbbells in his head uh, in his hand um, trying to do like bench press with like 40 kilograms <laughs> they were like high school kids yeah, that's a lot of they were trying the like oh, yeah. take this way take this way yeah mate and I'm like what are you doing there you can seriously injure yourself yeah. and then after that you're not able to do anything so I don't know, that's so dangerous, so I really would love that especially young people are more educated about how to use equipment and anything, um, yeah. you know, either in school or, I don't know, or just getting like a proper coach to introduce them to the machines and to fitness training. Like I said, just consult a coach, pay the money, like one or two sessions, and then um, at least you have something, you know? Yeah. 
but they probably don't even warm up. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think that, that falls back on some responsibility on gym owners too. Mm. I know, you know, when members yes. sign up, they sign a contract saying, you know, you, you train yourself and if you injure yourself, For it's your sure. fault. But I feel like you've got to take some responsibility as a gym owner to go, one, look at the people that are using the equipment and go, that's unsafe. Um, we should probably help them yeah. and see if you can help them. Definitely. Right. Yeah, because a lot of time when the high school kids go in there, they just do their own thing and no one's watching them. Yeah. Um, which can be very dangerous. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. We're not, we're not saying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Where? But yeah, yeah. Uh, you, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. And I just think that, yeah, just even, even it's if it's just, yeah, just a simple uh, session to be like, this kid is really struggling, he's going to hurt himself. How do we help that, that member or something? Yeah. 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 Um, and I suppose it's hard if it is a big place, you've got lots of people, but mm. um, yeah, I think it should have some responsibility there. That's yeah. just one uh, difference um, that I know from Germany because I was employed as a coach. Yeah. So, By the gym. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's absolutely different. So when I came to Perth, I was very surprised because I was walking around with my CVs and everything and I thought, oh, you know, I have a diploma in sports and health coaching, I will definitely get a job here and nothing, like no one would employ me because actually it's not like usual to be employed as a fitness coach, yeah, you yeah. have to be self-employed yes, yeah. and go to a gym, pay rent and everything and in yeah. Germany it's actually the opposite, like yeah, yeah. most of the gyms are employing the people and it's um, less usual to be self-employed as a coach and pay rent for a gym, you know? So, yeah, that's the difference. So, when I was working in the gym, we were always having a first session with every member. So, no one would actually be able to train in the gym without having an introduction to the equipment. Yeah. Um, and then we would still walk around on the gym floor, talking to everyone, having a look how they train, making appointments with them. So that's how we were working. That's how we actually kept the quality. Yes, and yeah, the quality, that's important. That yeah. was very important to us to not have any and safety, injuries. Quality and safety yeah. goes hand in hand, yeah. And here it's like, you could sign up, that's yeah. it, yeah. go for it. You hurt yourself, it's like that. And that's, yeah. that's it. So that's something that I find quite sad actually, mm. especially for the young people. Yeah, yeah, and just even if it's just basic education, like that, uh, that education for whether it's young girls about eating mm. and you know body image, or if it's yeah. young guys about how to live safely, um, both go hand in hand. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's something that I think is lacking in um, the fitness industry yeah. in Australia. Like, yeah. is that that higher education for the younger? Because there's a lot of education for skilled, like you know, for trainers, for yeah. the people that uh, uh, want to upskill and learn more. But for like the younger generation, there's, there's not as much. Yeah. Yeah, true actually. I think I, I find it also like the quality of personal training um, in Australia, how to say it, like I know that there's like Fitness Australia. Standard is lower. I don't know, I don't, don't really know. I think, you know... There's so many that it dilutes maybe like, or...? No, I think Fitness Australia, yeah. they want to keep the quality. So you have to sign up like as a personal coach sometimes when you are working in a gym so some gyms do that they want to support this and you have to sign up with fitness australia I think. yeah okay yeah. and they want to keep the quality of personal training in australia which i find it's a nice idea um but not everyone does it and there are always like pros and cons i think um i think we i'm not sure if we have that in germany at all um but 
Yeah, it's nice to keep the quality of personal training yeah. um, of the coaches, but like you said, like there's something other lacking, like for the younger yeah. generation or yeah. yeah, like the education for maybe non-personal trainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I get you. I get what you're saying. Because not everyone is taking on a personal coach. You know, mm. not everyone invests the money, um, and they still want to do so. I think somewhere they have to start. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, so what's because you're a, you're an online coach, and um, what's the next step for you? Because you're doing your well, yeah. So I have to finish my set four to be able to work as a coach in the gym. That's why I do the online coaching for now. I have actually two girls that I prep for next year. That's season exciting. Three. Yeah, no, yeah. I actually don't want to make it a big thing because it's the first time for me as well, you yeah. know. And um, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope they push through. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, they just keep going. Because you never know. <laughs> I don't give up. Because I can say, that's what you notice that sometimes. I'm yeah. Like, I want to prep. It's like, okay, we can prep. And they get halfway like, I don't want to do it Absolutely. anymore. Not even halfway. Like some yeah. start and they just give up like a few weeks after. Yeah, I'm like, it's too hard. Yeah, yeah. So you like, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. No, the girls are awesome. And um, I don't have many online clients. Like I'm not looking for clients. Those were just girls that were talking to me. They follow me. And and they decided like I want you, you know, which is yeah. nice. So I took them on. I just do it price. like, like I said, like part time anyway, you know, aside from my actual job. Um, yeah. And it's it's nice. And I also have a FIFO worker actually who wants to gain some muscle. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's nice to help people. That's what I like. It's a good balance at the moment. But. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> what's, what's next for you? Yeah. Oh yeah, so... <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> that's what I mean, I'm talking and then I... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I want to help my best friend, Christina. She's uh, having her own brand now of Activewear, which is Zizu Active, and I want to help Z her. What's it Zizu? Called? Zizu. Love that. Yeah, is that German name? Zizu, no, it's, oh. it's a Nordic uh, oh, name. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I want to help her like promoting everything and... Um, I'm really proud of her doing that because that, that was her next step. So my next step would be to actually work as a fitness coach, like a personal trainer in the gym and then do that full time and yeah, support my best friend Christina and um, I just want to continue also with competing for now, um, definitely and that's it and I don't really know what's, what's to come for the future, like that's my plan for now. I just want to be successful, you know, um, I want to help a lot of people, I want to prep people for competition, that should be my focus. It's fun, Cause yeah, because you I think, yeah, and, yeah, and it's it's different because I want to work with people who are ambitious as well mm. and who take it serious. Um, I had so many clients myself now <laughs> during the past couple of years and I just like, I don't want to work with half-hearted people yeah, uh, when it comes to fitness. I'm, I'm quite straightforward, to be honest, and I'm honest, <laughs> yeah. and I say how it is for myself. I don't want to work with people who are like, oh, I just want to, you know, I just want to try, I just want to... <laughs> just want to talk. I just want to have a look, and blah. I'm like, okay, then probably you have to look for someone else, because mm. I want to work with people who are similar to me, and who want to go for it, like, and who, are, who want to put in the effort. Um, yeah, that's what I like. Um, yeah, that's that's it actually. <laughs>
Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's your, the next goal. So, uh, yeah, going to the in-person fitness coaching yeah. and then prepping clients for, yeah, working with competitors. Yeah. Yeah, and powerlifting. You're, you're oh, enjoying you're that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I actually would like to do a powerlifting competition as well. That's what I would like to do. I think I can't do it now before my next prep. Um, but I still have one goal now. So next week, Friday, I'm gonna lift 140 kilogram deadlift, Ooh, which will be my heaviest one. And it's like the 31st of December, so it's actually good to end the year with that. I yeah. think. And then I want, very to, strong guy. <laughs> I want to do 150. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to try by the beginning of next year before I start my prep. And then maybe after my next competition, I would like to go back to powerlifting and then also do powerlifting comp. So yeah, I like to be like, I get so much more strength now during the past six months. It was just six months when I started from, you know, deadlifting my, like without a powerlifting coach, I was deadlifting 50 kilograms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50 kilograms, I now, don't even know if it's... Almost 140, yeah. I did 130, yeah, oh, uh, wow. twice. So it's, a, it's such a big difference. I mean, even though as a personal trainer, you learn a lot um, during your education, but I learned so much more as well by um, practicing it with other coaches. So learning from other people, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I, I learned so much in my prep with Christina about nutrition and everything. Um, so you learn from each other and now, I learned from my powerlifting coach from Ertem, um, and he's professional in that, you know, so I was looking for someone doing that, and I learned so much better techniques, you know, things that I, I didn't learn in my education, because yeah. it's just a different style, you know, it's um, probably not usual to learn that as a normal personal trainer, you know, when you, when you get your license, um, it's just different ways, and but it's so much better. Like I'm able to lift so much more weight with different technique. It's unbelievable. Feels good too, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's important to have a coach. Like I'm a, I have knowledge myself, but even I take a coach, you know, because yeah. I don't want to do it myself. Like I said, I was lifting 50 kilogram with a shitty technique and now it's like 130. With good technique. Um, yeah, yeah with, with good technique. I don't have injuries or anything. So that's the main point. I would, I would have probably injured myself trying that like, you know, even trying to lift 80 kilogram or something. Yeah. You can hurt yourself, it's bad, but yeah. I look forward to that. And that's good, just, you know, getting stronger. I love that, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll sign off there. Um, and for people who want to get in touch with you and um, follow your journey or get in touch with Future about Coaching, how will they find you? Uh, on Instagram, Svetlana. ICM Pro. <laughs> I think if you only put in S W E T L A N A, then you. You're the only one. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly. It's honestly the first one popping up. I think. Um, otherwise, yes. Planner ICM Pro. I have a private profile as well, uh, which I don't have to say because it's private. Yeah. Uh, Facebook as well. Svetlana, just like my first name, S W. And I think in Perth there are not many Svetlana. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, have, I haven't met so many. So yeah. Yeah. I just mainly on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram yeah. actually. 
Love it. Okay. Oh, well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you um, very much for inviting me. That's, that was exciting. I haven't done that before. No, there you go. First podcast done. And I uh, look forward to seeing uh, your career in the fitness industry. Yeah. yeah. I look forward to see you and meet you on other competitions yeah, with you. your clients. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're successful as well. Yeah, so I'm no more like strength, but um, yeah, a bit, uh, bit of bodybuilding too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's, it's nice to offer a diverse range yeah. of um, services to help people. Because everyone, you know, everyone just has different goals, or um, they'll do th- they'll do something. They might do like housing comp, like I want to do a bodybuilding comp. So I was yeah. like, oh, let's do that. And yeah, so it's fun. It's fun having the, I suppose, the skill and knowledge just to just to help different people. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there we <laughs> go. Sign off. All right. Thanks, Thanks for listening, guys.